Welcome to the Dynamic Duo of Defiance podcast, where real talk for business meets bold disobedience. I'm Natalie Arsenault. I'm Shantara Chapman. And we're the Dynamic Duo of Defiance. Yes, we are. And today's podcast Mm -hmm. is, I think, a really good one. It's We're basically going to walk people through our book in a kind of multi-podcast series. Right. Right. Um, Some of you may not know that we do have a book out. It's called um, Embrace Resistance, How to Conquer Your Critics, and it's on Amazon. Um, You can go and purchase it, and they'll send it right on to you. It's a short little book with pictures and graphics. It's a micro book. And um, we decided to do a micro book rather than like a full-fledged book for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. One, uh, Natalie doesn't like to read. That's true. If it's over 100 <laughs> pages, you got to convince me. Yeah. I don't think anybody's story should take over 100 pages. And now, and now I know this for certain because at your Power Play uh, breakfast event, yes. I got a gift from someone. It was an anonymous gift. About the, you know, nighttime story, bedtime stories for rebel girls or rebel yeah, women. That's a good book. And it's got like 200 women in there and each one is like two pages long. So I feel like if you can take, you know, Margaret Thatcher mm-hmm. and put her entire life into two pages in a good story, <laughs> I don't see what we need. I don't know what we need 400 page books for. I just don't. But okay. Details. <laughs> But See, and you know I'm not into the details unless it's an emergency. Right, right. <laughs> so that was the first reason we went for a micro book. The second reason um, is when we start to think about our audience being business people, entrepreneurs, and those types, they don't have time to sit and read they a don't. chapter book. Yeah. Or a textbook on anything. So when we wanted to create something that you can pull out really quickly, get to the meat. Get some inspiration. Get some inspiration. Get some action items. Cause you to think. Yep. And then you can move on to solve whatever issue you're solving. Right. So that's the reason why it's nice and slim. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, part of this is around change management and how you manage transition and transformation, whether it's personal or business related. And so a lot to me, like, so I've started reading books that are extra long and super detailed and it's so detailed that it's prescriptive but it's prescriptive um to a very specific thing and change is so different from company to company person to person that to read a you know a three or four hundred page book only to come out with well that doesn't necessarily really apply to what i'm doing because it's so specific so we figured if we give just some general guidelines and rules um, and things to think about and questions to probe and ask, it would be better than maybe being super prescriptive. Right. So. So, we're going to jump in. Yeah. So, the book has, um, I don't want to call them chapters. They're more like divides. Um, and so, today we're going to talk about the in theory. We're going to do the forward and the in theory. And then the second podcast we'll do will be about in practice. And then the third and final podcast that we'll do will be about the consider this and do something. Right. Portion. Because, of course, with anything that we do, we like to ensure that there's a uh, tactical piece, a piece where you're going out and getting it done. Yes. So by the end, we'll be able to put all of this together and have some, some good action items. Yes. So from the beginning here. Yes, from the beginning. The forward. Um, 
I like, you know, and I, it is crazy that I'm going to keep saying I like something because we rewrote it. So, but I do like it. Um, the first thing <laughs> I see on the page is, you know, to embrace resistance, it sometimes requires a nudge. Consider this your push. Yeah. So for us, we like to, you know, nudge when we're mentoring and when yeah. we're coaching and training, we are constantly trying to get our mentees or our audience to consider things. Yeah. We're constantly trying to get them to draw their own conclusions, not ours. Right. So being able to say that we're pushing. Right. And sometimes to get someone to think about embracing something that's different. Yeah. Like resistance, you know, embrace someone or something that's going against you. Yeah. You do need to be pushed in that direction. You do need to be pushed in that direction. And even when you're ready for the change, you know, we see this with clients all the time. They come to us, they have a change initiative happening Mm -hmm. in their organization, um, and they're ready for the change, but they're not quite ready for all the work that's involved for the change. And so that can sometimes also require the push Mm -hmm. to get you, you know, you want to see the outcome, but you may not be prepared for all the things it takes to make that outcome manifest. Right. And so then someone has to come along and nudge you along and push you along and give you some guidance and make sure you're on track. Um, and so that's what we do. Push. That's what we do. It's our life. <laughs> we're pushing people <laughs> off the of ledges all the time with wings, but we still push them. Yep. <laughs> okay. So that was just a little forward. So the next section is um, a little meatier, and it's the in-theory piece. Yeah. And this is kind of where we get, we use some of the theoretical, conceptual pieces to kind of get you to think about change in a regular, everyday type of thing and what resistance does for you as you go through whatever transformation process you're going through. Right. So the first piece is, you know, um, the theory about... Two sticks. Mm-hmm. You have two sticks, um, and you apply some of resistance, like rubbing those sticks together. Yep. And those sticks, when they get rubbed together fast enough with enough resistance, it creates a spark. Mm-hmm. And that spark can create fire. Yes. And as we check through evolution, fire is kind of what has helped sustain mankind. So two sticks equals mankind. Yes, two (laughs) sticks can help create, uh, you know, a survival atmosphere for mankind to thrive. Right. And so if you're a camper, if you're a Boy Scout, Girl Scout, and you think about that, yeah, you take two sticks and you get to rubbing and rubbing and rubbing. Yep. And it's not that it's instantaneous. No. It's going to take a minute. Yep. Or two or three or 15, <laughs> depending on your sticks. Me and my sticks, I, they take a little while for me to, when I went camping at one time. Okay. I've never done it. I can't say. I don't yeah, do it. I was outside. like, my arms are getting tired, <laughs> bro. And now they have the little flints that you can like. Oh, like yeah. The matchstick kind that's of thing. That, no, but that's cheating. Yeah, it is cheating. Sort of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that resistance, that constant pressure. Yeah. That constant resistance and... Um, creates this this one spark in your mind, mm-hmm. you know. So when I think about it, yeah, it creates fire, right? Mm-hmm. Sparks and fire. But resistance, when we think about it in a st- from the standpoint of change management, yeah, it creates a spark as well, yeah. Because now you're starting to think, why are they trying? He or she or it, right? Why is it, are they trying so hard? Yeah, 
to, you know, attack me this. or derail me. There has to be a reason. Well, you know, and that's one of my things when people are so quick to call people haters. Yeah. People are like, oh, yeah, they're just hating. Maybe not. Maybe not. Right? Maybe they that resistance. Something. Yeah. Maybe if you leverage that resistance and rub it together, you'll get a spark and it'll be great. Yeah. Because because what you're thinking, you're going, let me think about this for yeah. a minute. What is it? Yeah. And we're going to get to it, you know, as yeah, we move as we forward. Move but it is more of, I need to go figure out what that person is yeah. thinking. Why are they hating so yeah. hard? Yeah. What is it that they see that I don't see? Right. So there's that spark. You automatically start to think it. A lot of people may want to say, I don't have no reason to talk to my haters. Whatever. Right. No, Let them I like go. talking to my haters. But in your mind, there's always <laughs> that little thought that goes, dang. Yeah. They really are trying hard here. Yeah. That's the spark. Yeah. That you shouldn't ignore. Exactly. Exactly. And can you imagine what would have happened if someone was so resistant to embracing resistance with fire? Like just like if you think the about okay, that, man. like we would never we may never never evolve. We'd still be eating just berries. And have hair Jesus all over our bodies. We'd be rough looking. <laughs> Because they were not cute. They were not cute. And they didn't wear shoes. They were hard. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) They were rough. So anyway, so our next example of resistance is resistance training. Yes. So all your fitness buffs. All the fitness people. Workout. So think about it. Resistance training with weight is key to building muscle and endurance. Yep. So if you are doing resistance training when you're working out, you're building something. You're You're building building muscle. Same with the spark. Yep. Now we're building this thought. Yep. We're building this different thought process. And we're also, um, you know, going back to your um, analogy with the haters. Mm-hmm. Now you're developing a little thick skin, too. Yep. Yeah. Because you're able to kind of embrace what they're saying mm-hmm. or not let it bother you as much. Right. So now you're able to build on that. And it helps to build your character or build your team or whatever yep. the case may be. Yeah. I mean, you you don't really get... You can't really get anything um, without some sort of resistance. So you can, to me, you can either you can either uh, add to that resistance by creating your own environment that's kind of uh, negative and chaotic and anti everything, or you can use the resistance that's out there. Um, to improve your, in this case, muscle tone and endurance, right? Right. And we all want, you know, there's no journey that's short um, when you're talking about transformational type things, even from a personal perspective. Um, And so you, you definitely need endurance. Yeah. And the only way to get endurance is to meet some resistance and, Go through that resistance, and then as you continue, the next thing that happens will be less impactful, even though it is another set of something that's resistant. When you just said that, it reminded me last week, maybe, or the weekend before. I was watching the Iron Man competition. Girl, the Iron Man, Lord Jesus. And when you said endurance, it reminded me of first of all, I didn't know that they did all three. Back to back. I oh, thought yeah, that was no. like a phase. I oh, thought no, you no get rest. to sit. Uh, no, no <laughs> I didn't know that you go out the pool, onto the bike, into onto the track. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it mm-hmm. until I watched them talk about it. And I just can't, I remember looking at my husband going, wait a minute, they didn't get a rest. And he was like, baby, they don't <laughs> get no, no rest. rest. And I was, like, no I was like, that's why I'm not doing this. Yeah. But 
what I thought about was how much their bodies have to endure mm-hmm. and for how long oh yeah they have to endure you that the like training 18 hours the training to get to that point is ridiculous yeah before something finally you know clicks one to be able to do it yeah you don't just go and no you know, work I, can out. Attest, I used to run marathons yeah I can attest. You, you don't just jump out there you don't just jump out there and even someone who's used to just run marathons i don't know if you can go do the swimming and the biking right. and then the That's marathon. What I'm saying. so you know there's like this process yeah of teaching your body to do it right yeah and even then it still may break down a little oh, bit oh yeah definitely even after that, it still may break down. They showed a story of two women who were, they'd been, you know, they were doing, they were doing fine. Right. They were at the end and their bodies just started to wig out on them. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know, they, you couldn't control it. They couldn't control it. all of the training, all of the, you know, yeah. everything that they've done. And there's still this moment where it could go out of control, but they didn't lose control. Like they kept trying to figure out what's the next thing I can do. And the one lady was like, I can't stand anymore. My legs and everything. So she just started crawling. Yeah. And thankfully she was close to the finish line and she was able to do that. And they pulled the other lady across too. But, you know, I kind of say all of that thinking about this resistance training. Yeah. You know, even if you train your mind Mm -hmm. to deal with, whatever comes its way yeah. without you wigging out completely. I mean, of course, you're not going to be ready for every type of thing, right? right? And if you train your team, right, of like if you're in a change management position and you train your team yep. to be on the lookout mm-hmm. for the crazy that is sure to come. That is sure to come. When it comes to change management, and then you're able to be um, more prepared. Yeah, a little bit more nimble, right. agile, whatever you want to call it. Right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I don't, this, this is somewhat, you know, for me, when I, um, we've talked about this before, where people don't really, they just see the end product, mm-hmm. right? And so when you think about from an elite athlete perspective, with how they train, like, you know, I, I wish they would show more clips, more like YouTube videos and things like that around what their training yeah. regimen is because LeBron James, they showed like two minutes of his workout mm-hmm. clips and so that boy was standing on a balance ball, catching a medicine ball. Yeah. I was like, and we're going to do this how many times? First of all. Raise your hand if you can stand on a balance ball. Right. I, you, so most people barely sit on a balance ball. Right. Let alone stand Let on alone one. Let stand on one. Right. And then like Venus now has, I mean, uh, Serena now has these new um, promote ads that are running, like I think with Chase and some other Chase people. Chase and kinda, Nike. And Nike that are showing some of what she's gone through over her childhood and now how she trains now and like. You just, you don't get there without the hard part and that's the resistance. And you, and you have, if you, if you're not ready to embrace the resistance, then you're probably in the wrong game. Right. Regardless of what game that is. Regardless of what game it is. Whether it's corporate America and you're trying to get to the next level um, inside of corporate America, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's your personal life, whatever it is, there's there's going to be difficulty. Mm-hmm. And if you're not ready to embrace that difficulty, inhale it and suck it all in, then you probably need to figure out something else to do. Yep. So, okay. 
So the other thing, the other, you know, we, so we were trying to give people different concepts, obviously using different types of resistance yep. because everybody's going to relate differently. So this other one is about your immunology, mm-hmm. right? So there are some 320,000 viruses known, 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 because you know, stuff they don't know, like the next season's flu virus. What it's and, look like. and we all know uh, <laughs> that, uh, what's the little mosquito one? The girl that, uh, uh, um, Zika. Z- Zika, yes. Zika, Zika changes, it morphs. It morphs. So there are 320,000 known viruses. Um, and it's your immune system's job. Like its whole purpose in life predominantly is to resist a virus, mm-hmm. learn from how it resisted it, mm-hmm. which is the evolution, and then be stronger from resisting that virus so that when something else that's similar to it or that exact same thing comes back, it either won't take you out completely or you won't even be phased by it at all. You won't be phased by it at all. I mean, um, Magic Johnson. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it. I don't know what you people listening. I don't know what's going on with his immune system and his life. All I know is everybody else goes a different route. Yes. yes. His route has been different. Yes, his route So obviously different. his immune system resisted. Yes. But then you think about Magic Johnson just in general, that ability to yeah. kind of turn away from all of the craziness right. that goes on in his life. Well, figure you know, out. the elite athleticism of his body is the whole too, thing. The whole thing, right. Yeah, his body had already been a part of that resistance training mm-hmm. that we were talking about. His mind frame has always been different. Yeah. As far as, you know, that smile, being able to smile things off and be yeah. able to train himself to go beyond uh, what you see on the surface. Yep. And so it, it's really not surprising that yep. he would be one of the stats that are kind of asterisks next to mm-hmm. it. But his immune system has obviously resisted a lot of what is known as HIV and yeah. all of that. And it has also evolved. Mm-hmm. It has. And it's, it's gotten him stronger. because It's he's, gotten him stronger because he is living his best, best life. <laughs> He really is. He really is. Shout out to Lil Duvall. (laughs) You know what? Sidebar. So this is, you know, the living your best life thing is now the new hashtag. Right. And I can't help but think about poor Joel Osteen. Because his first book was about About living your your best best life. life. And ain't nobody And nobody had a hashtag for Joel. Lil Duvall come out with a little song and yeah. everybody is hashtag living your best life. I don't know if Joel's, uh, Joel's all right. Joel. I think Joel's fine, but I'm just saying. He don't have a hashtag. He didn't have a hashtag. He didn't have a hashtag. Didn't have a hashtag. I even had a book and the book was very good. I was like, <laughs> you know, Pierre, my husband Pierre, he actually thought that I was doing real good listening to that book. He was like, what are you doing? I really like that book. It's like, changing you. I'm living my best life. Thank you. <laughs> when the book was over, I was back. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, there ain't no part two. <laughs> and we will have a session about sustainability, people. <laughs> okay. Okay, so the, the last example that we have um, for this section was about um, water. and in, Well, actually about energy. Mm-hmm. So it's water plus the turbine mm-hmm. equals energy. Mm-hmm. So that resistance, again, mm-hmm. when you have a turbine... Mm-hmm. Right, and it is doing its thing. Yes, it's turning, it's doing, and it's cre- it creates energy. Yep. when it's c- with water. Yep, something that can be so very still mm-hmm. and calm, mm-hmm. like water, like water, can also be powerful and ferocious 
And when you put those things together, together. with a turbine, yep, um, and it spins that power and that water spins that turbine around. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's some other little pieces that happen, but right. whatever. We'll leave that to G. Uh, <laughs> um, you end up with energy, and that's powerful. That's very powerful. That the thing you drink, the thing that you can ingest mm-hmm. in a cup with some lemon, if you're me, with a splash of lemon, can also <laughs> can also be so powerful um, and harness so much energy that if you couple it with a turbine to turn the turbine, you'll end up powering homes and cars, office buildings, mm-hmm. air conditioning. If you're down in the south, Lord Jesus, because it's hot. Um, and that's that says a lot. First of all, it, it seems I like it because it it's kind of the duality of the of the object, right? right? So on one level, you have this thing that your body is made of seventy percent of it. You need to drink it all the time to stay hydrated, um, all of that. And then the flip side of that, and you know, and personally, being here in Houston, it's just a year later after Hurricane Harvey. Yep. So we know the flip side of what water can do. Yeah. Um, so that duality that exists in that one subject matter mm-hmm. of water, um, to me is a lesson on kind of the duality that you as the person who's trying to change or who's trying to implement a change or be something different, you have to figure out what that boundary and that line looks like for you as you have those kind of two things, that aggression to get to where you need to get to push through, but then also kind of that side that is the relaxed side, the side that is going to be the calm, that part of you. So you kind of need both of those things in that one space. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And just the idea around taking something, like you said, that's every day. Mm Mm-hmm taking that calmness of water or whatever if you think about it in a project or mm-hmm. something at work something that you're normally doing your everyday mm-hmm. task and now you put it a tur- through a turbine in there <laughs> and now it's moving ferociously yep it is giving off such an energy that you're not used to just yet yeah but if you start to think about it you were like, okay, I'm going to have to be able to control this energy yeah I need to learn how to operate within that energy, this new energy that's there. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. That's yep. the resistance that you have to learn to embrace. Embrace. Yeah. And so the final thing is the, the definition. definition. So resistance and, and we like to give we like to give definitions because we know that people you can say one word um and everybody gets a completely different Definition right from that word, they're operating from completely different places. So, to level set, we put the definition that we were using for resistance mm-hmm. for the purposes of this book, and it's a noun and it is the ability to prevent something from having an effect right. that is resistance. So, when you think about what you need to embrace, everything that's out there, your when you, you know, we talked about haters earlier, um, we talked about you know. The sticks rubbing together, all of that stuff that had resistance applied to it. The purpose of resistance is to try to stop you from having an effect. Right. um, Or an impact of any kind. And the moment you learn that and you embrace 
what that specific piece um, they're trying, they or it is trying to prevent, and you figure out why and determine what your next course of action needs to be in order to push past that or to leverage that resistance, as we've give, talked about in these various um, examples, theoretical examples, um, the better off you'll be. Right. And I think of this, you know, as we're talking about this topic, this embracing resistance, embracing the person in the back of the room that's, you know, poking at your, mm-hmm. finding the holes in your theory, yeah. finding the holes in your issue. This is the kind of the essence of what we are when we talk about the dynamic duo of defiance, right? Yeah. We embrace those kind of things. Yeah. We, you know, most people will say, you know, let them, don't don't go over there and antagonize them. Don't keep pushing at it. Yeah. Don't keep pushing at that issue. Why do you keep bringing that issue forward? Why do you keep talking about how the process is broken in this one area? We'll mm-hmm. get to that. No, because mm-hmm. that could be where your breakthrough is. That, that could, could be, be. The, that could be the game changer. Yep. And defying those so-called rules that have been in place forever yep. is where we find our success. Where you find, yeah, success, freedom, um, all of that yep. is wrapped up in in that. So learn now. Embrace, embrace the resistance. Right. It's, it, it is the best and fastest way to conquer your critics. It really is. Because, also known as haters. Yeah. And but the thing is, they stop. When they know, when they know, yeah. When when you don't have, they don't have a comeback for you just being good with them, right? Talking their talk, right? Or doing whatever they're doing, or addressing whatever they're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. Right? There's no comeback to that. Their, yeah. their, their goal is to just you know cause trouble. Yep. And yeah. so uh, for for us, it's no. We're gonna flip that over. We're yep. gonna turn that on his head, and we're gonna say, okay, no. All right. Let's see. Mm-hmm. That may be a valid point. That may let's be a valid point. Let's move. Let's 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 investigate yeah. that. Some I mean, more. I know your intentions weren't the best of intentions for me when you offered up that point but as we're a hater. Flip that over. But I'm going to use your point that you didn't intend to be for my success, and I'm going to leverage that and add it to my little stew that I'm cooking over here, and mm-hmm. it's going to come out great. It's going to be good gumbo. It's going to be good gumbo. Okay. So that's our first one. That is embrace resistance part one. Yes. And uh, we'll be able to come back, and like we said, we'll start with um, in practice mm-hmm. the next time. The next time, and um, go we'll... out buy the book if you'd like. Yeah, it's on definitely. Amazon. Embrace resistance: How to Conquer Your Critics. Yeah, it's out there for you to purchase and use. Buy it for your team. Buy it for your friends. You'll be able to follow along with us. Yeah, yeah. So um, we're going to be signing off. And so as always, we say everyone has a spark of defiance. We're here to stoke the embers. Bye. Bye.